He who has an ear to hear, who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who has an ear to hear, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who has an ear to hear, who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed, y'all. Peace and light, y'all. Welcome back to Kodashim. Before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to my brothers at the UNU Network. Y'all got the socials, all right? Now, y'all go check them out. All the links to the, the podcast are going to be on the socials. Well, if you don't have it, I'm going to give it to you again. U-A-N-D-U underscore network on IG. U-A-N-D-U network on Twitter. Now, once y'all get to those social media pages, you're going to see the link tree with all the podcasts in there. Go check them out and salute to my brothers. Another quick note, my brother Jacob, shout out to him. As he listened to the previous two episodes, he told me that uh, I've used this word a number of times and I did not give the definition. All right, so we're going to do that right now. Discernment, the ability to judge well. Perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. One more time. The ability to judge well. Perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. Now to add to that, we're going to go to the to the Gospel John chapter 14, verse 26. OK, and it reads. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Ruach HaKodesh, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Again, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, receive those definitions, okay? Discernment is going to be a big part of what we speak about today, all right? Now, to the meat and potatoes. Spiritual warfare, that's the subject today. As believers, we must know how to interact in this world of confusion, all right? We've got to be strong in the spirit, but not out of touch with society. Approachable and relatable without sacrificing spirituality. We've got to be strong in the spirit, but not out of touch with society, approachable and relatable without sacrificing spirituality. Now, with that being said, we're going to move to the main portion of our scriptures today in the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians. And we're going to go to chapter five, start at verse 19 through verse 22. And it reads. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophecies, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. I'm going to read that one more time. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophecies, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. 
Now we're going to break this down just like we always do. Then we're going to start with verse 19. Quench not the spirit. Don't put out the fire that the spirit implants into your heart. And we can do that in a number of ways. The music we're listening to. What we're watching on TV. Okay. What we're scrolling through on social media or who we're following. The traditions that we pass down or have been passed down to us. Okay. These are the things we have to watch and be careful of because that can quench your spirit. Now we're going to pause. We're going to move to Mark chapter 7, verse 13. Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such things do ye. Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such things do ye. Now we're going to move that over again. Okay, we're going to go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. And it reads, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. We got to be careful of those traditions that we celebrate, that have been passed down from our parents. And from their parents are they of elohim does the bible tell you to celebrate those traditions do you know where those traditions came from that's a whole nother episode okay so we're not gonna get too deep into that but just know and be careful and watch okay if you don't know maybe you should check it out we're going to give it to you a little later down the line, but be careful. Are your worldly traditions quenching your spirit? Is the music you're listening to, the TV shows, the movies that you're watching, what you're intaking from social media, is that quenching your spirit? Celebrating holidays have nothing to do with your Elohim. Following in a ways passed down, okay? Idols. What idols are you placing before your, before your Elohim? That doesn't necessarily mean it's a person. Money can be an idol. Money can be an idol. Fame and fortune can be an idol. Are you holding anything like that over your Elohim? Are you being led by the spirit or by the world? Once again, we're going to move again. Romans chapter 12. And it's going to be verse 1 and 2. And it reads... I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm going to read verse 2 one more time. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
And this is why I had to give y'all this definition to discernment, okay? It's gonna be important. It is important. When we quench the spirit and we follow the world, we're losing that discernment. Just like when you go to the gym and you take a month off or you take a few days off, you're gonna lose some of that strength over time, right? We gotta continue strengthening those spiritual muscles. All right, just like you need to continue working out if you want to continue to get stronger. Don't quench that spirit. Spiritual warfare demands accountability in our actions. If we can't hold ourselves accountable, how can we expect to gain discernment? We have to look in that mirror and fix those things in ourselves in order to move forward because if we don't fix ourselves we're going to be stuck in that same place all right that quicksand because if you're not fixing it you're killing yourself slowly the more you drag yourself into that world the easier it is going to be for that lion to devour you the easier it is going to be for you to fall into that temptation okay and we want to stray away from that we want to make sure we're strong in our discernment. We want to make sure that we're being led by the spirit, by the Ruach HaKodesh, all right? That we're strengthening our discernment and we're moving forward in our spiritual walk, not backwards. We're going to go back to 1 Thessalonians, okay? Verse 20, we're in chapter 5. Despise not prophecies. Despise not prophecies. Now, if we go back into the Old Testament and the book of Exodus, when the Israelites were led out of Egypt by Moses, Moses went up to the mountain to receive the word of God. And he brought that back and gave it to the people, what was said unto him. Now, because we have had Yeshua HaMashiach, all right, and because he was crucified and died for our sins, we no longer need someone to intercede on behalf of us. Okay, let me let me go back. It wasn't just Moses who did this, but that's where it started. Okay, and as we move as you move forward in your readings, you will see that from Exodus and forward, you will see the many a people who heard from God and went back. To the Israelites to give that word because they needed someone to intercede on behalf of them. Now, because Yeshua HaMashiach died for our sins, we no longer need that. All right. We can go to the father through him. All right. But ignoring the prophecies and not being able to understand those prophecies, that's what's holding us back. Okay, if we go back to the book of Exodus and beyond, we see where the Israelites were not listening. Okay, they were ignoring those prophecies and what was being told to them, and they had to pay for it. Go back and look in Judges. If if you got a little spiritual seasoning in you, you know who Samson is, right? And where his strength came from, his hair. Samson was a judge, okay, because the Israelites were not obeying the word of God because they decided to do their own thing. And so they had to continuously pay for it. Ignoring prophecies promotes aligning yourself with the world. 
we don't want to align ourselves with the world. So like I said before, it's going to lead us to be easier to be tempted. All right. It's going to lead us to being devoured by that lion. A lack of belief in prophecy or the prophets resulted in the Israelites being overrun by their enemies time and time again. Don't be like those Israelites, okay, of the past. Ignoring the prophets, ignoring the word, not believing in the prophecies. It's going to lead you down the wrong path, okay? I'm not just saying it, read it. Go back into the book and read it. It's not enough just to hear it from me or to hear it from your pastor or from wherever you're getting your, your guidance from. You've got to do the work yourself. Can nobody strengthen your muscles but you? Verse 21. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. If we're not testing all things, how do we know if we're being deceived? If we're not testing all things, how do we know if we're not being deceived? If you have no spiritual discernment, how do you know if you're not being deceived? I'll give you a quick story. While I was questioning my spirituality, I did a whole lot of research on a whole lot of things some of those things i probably shouldn't have been reading all right but i didn't know any better because my discernment wasn't strong and the more i read and the more people i ran into who were also reading the same things i was reading the further off track i got and it got to a point where i asked this guy when i said man let me get your number let's meet up we could talk together let's grow together he gave me his number and I called. But the one thing that didn't happen was an answer. I called at least, at least 10 times. Not one time did somebody pick up that phone. And I knew, I don't know how I knew, but I knew that it wasn't for me. If, if they couldn't take the time to pick up the phone, to answer questions I had or or to talk about things that we should be talking about so we could grow together or what I thought was growing together. It wasn't for me. So I, I took I took my spirituality a, a, a step further. I started to pray a little more. I dove deeper into the word. I reached out to people who could mentor me and shout out to him because he knows who's, he knows who he is. We've had a conversation recently. The enemy preys on the ignorant. The enemy preys on the ignorant. Don't be ignorant in the spirit. OK, pay attention to what you're listening to. Pay attention to what you're watching. Pay attention to who you consider a Christian leader. All these things matter because what you're what you're bringing into you is is what you're going to tend to follow. All right. If if you don't know how to 
how to separate yourself from that and you're allowing that to come into your spirit what do you expect to happen again what are you listening to what are you watching who are you following as a christian leader all right it's a lot of people out there who are giving a uh, sugar-coated preaching okay sugar-coated preaching and that's dangerous to your soul and if you don't have the discernment to see you're going to take that message and you're just going to follow just because they opened the word and gave you gave you a verse out of a book you should take that and go a little further don't be satisfied with one or two verses you got on sunday morning to last you all week long don't be satisfied by that okay you've got to go further you've got to do the work for yourself because that pastor he he's he's not in the gym with you he's not in the gym with you the spiritual gym he's not in there with you all the time he may be there on sunday he may be there on wednesday or whatever day you got bible study but you've got to do more than that it takes more than that okay to build up those spiritual muscles be careful churches align with freemasonry we're gonna get to that too test everything against the word of elohim and that means you've got to be in there reading that means you've got to understand you've got to have discernment if it aligns with the word hold fast to it some won't do it because it requires change and that means you've got to be uncomfortable and a lot of us don't like to be uncomfortable but how can we change if we don't want to be uncomfortable how do we change some don't want to be shamed by others i can tell you many times every time one of these worldly traditions come up my mama sent a group text a group text all her kids then i got then i say something back and i'm like oh well why'd you even you shouldn't even have put them in here no problem stop saying it to me don't put me in that group text don't send me those cards because every time they do i have something to say if you know my sisters and brother ask them every time cleanse your mind body and soul by holding fast what passes that test okay now y'all have seen on tv that show about them hoarders right holding on to everything any and everything and then after a while they don't even know where it's at where anything is how can you find anything if you're holding on to everything if you're just holding on to all of that how are you going to be able to find what you need how can you tell what is and what isn't what's passing the test and what's failing do you know what to hold on to do you know what to hold on to 
Verse 22. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Like we just said, reject anything that fails that test. Reject anything that fails the test. If it doesn't align with the word of Elohim, abstain from it. Interaction with the e with evil leaves us vulnerable. Okay? Interaction with the evil of the world leaves us vulnerable to attacks from the enemy. Worshiping false idols leaves us vulnerable to attacks from the enemy. And if we're vulnerable, what do you think that lion is going to do? He's going to devour you. We've got to be strong in the spirit. We've got to abstain, okay, from any appearance of evil. We've got to stop worshiping these false idols. We're going to move to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. And it reads, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Like I said before, the battles that we are going through are spiritual and they may present themselves in the physical but you trying to fight those spiritual battles in the physical will have you failing every time 10 times out of 10 okay because it is not for us to fight in the physical yes they may show in the physical but they're spiritual they're spiritual battles so we got to fight it in the spirit for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You got to get into that word and you've got to start communicating with your Elohim. You've got to you've got to season yourself with that spiritual seasoning. You've got to get in that spiritual gym and strengthen those muscles. Your discernment needs to be top tier. And that's not going to happen overnight, but that's where we got to aim to get to. Are you building a tolerance for Satan? All right? Because if if you're being led by the world, yes you are. Yes you are. Don't build that tolerance, okay? We don't need to build a callus to be able to withstand, uh, uh, to be able to live and have a great life, okay? You can have a great life and, and abstain from evil, all right? Are you an accidental Satanist? Are you above reproach? Because if only God can judge you, you only live once, like we've talked about before. Mm. I'm just saying. Are you building a tolerance for Satan? Don't be ignorant in the spirit. 
Now, I want to get to one last thing before we get out of here. We're going to go back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And it reads, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Hold yourself accountable. Strengthen that discernment. Be careful of those worldly traditions. Be careful of the idols you're holding over your Elohim. Be careful of those spiritual leaders who, who are, are teaching you about hope, but not teaching you what we should and shouldn't be doing. Be careful. Pay attention to where you're aligning yourself. Don't build a tolerance for Satan. Stand strong. Stand tall in the word of your Elohim. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed.